Welcome. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello, and welcome to this series of readings from Discover Magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. Today's article was written by Kate Kolumbuski and is from the January-February issue of the magazine. Welcome to the Pandemicene. Spillover of animal diseases to humans is on the rise, spurred by climate change and habitat destruction that forces people and wildlife to share close quarters. COVID-19 is not the first disease to migrate from animals to humans. The Black Death of the 14th century was spread by fleas that feasted on rats infected with the Yersinia pestis bacterium. The H1N1 virus behind the influenza pandemic of 1918 originated in birds. The list goes on. There was a time when these outbreaks were relatively infrequent, but today some three-quarters of new infectious diseases emerge from animals. In the last two decades alone, we've been hammered by zoonotic outbreaks including SARS, swine flu, MERS, Ebola, bird flu, and most recently, COVID-19, and monkeypox. Some researchers have taken to calling this era the Pandemicene, or the Age of Pandemics. A study published in Nature in April suggests a likely culprit, climate change. Quote, The study comes from a pretty simple idea, says Colin Carlson, a global change biologist and lead author of the paper. Climate change is rendering many habitats inhospitable, When animals migrate towards cooler climates, they introduce viruses to new environments and new neighbors. Quote, that leads to interesting problems from a viral standpoint, says Carlson. To predict displacement patterns, Carlson and his colleagues taught machine learning models the kinds of habitats used by different mammals. The modeling software then predicted under a range of possible climate futures where such conditions might be found in 2070, he explains. Many animals will head to cooler mountains or to coastal regions with moderate climates, eastern China, Indonesia, the Philippines, India's Rift Valley, and Africa's Ethiopian highlands and Sahel regions are all expected to have sky-high human population densities and biodiversity levels by the year 2070 making them vulnerable to outbreaks of zoonotic disease. Carlson and his colleagues paired these predictions with a model that parses why different animals share viruses. The same flight capabilities that make bats excellent pollinators, mosquito hunters, and seed dispersers, for example, also make them more likely to transmit diseases from one area to another. And while it's easier for viruses to spread between closely related species, for instance, gorilla to human, even viruses optimized to our distant relatives can find purchase in us, given enough opportunities for infection. Quote, the network of hosts and viruses is getting completely redrawn from scratch, Carlson says. He and his colleagues estimate that by 2070, there will be at least 3,000 instances of novel cross-species infection. Not all will directly infect humans, and not all will become pandemics, but some will. 
Ecologists are already tracking animal migration patterns to anticipate potentially dangerous pathogens and hotspots. However, humanity's best chance of mitigating zoonotic pandemics likely lies in different decision-making and policy, according to Marguerite Papaiano, an epidemiologist and veterinarian at the University of Washington. Papaiano says focusing on tracking down diseases in the wild isn't terribly efficient. Quote, the most effective way to stop future pandemics is to stop and prevent human interaction with animals, and that's doable, end quote. More broadly, Papa Iano advocates for the One Health model of healthcare, a collaborative approach that focuses on the underlying economic and cultural forces behind people's interactions with animals and the social circumstances that allow diseases to spread. The movement, which took off in the 1960s, has since been adopted by the World Health Organization and other international agencies. Quote, Part of this One Health picture is to bring in the social scientists to help figure out what we need to do to modify human behavior, Papaiano says. For instance, many zoonotic diseases emerge from animals that humans keep for food. An intervention for farms and live animal markets might include personal protective equipment for workers. In other scenarios, Cultural shifts include broadening testing for animal spread diseases and even changing funerary practices for people who have died from highly contagious diseases. A challenge of this approach is the intense need for collaboration. Quote, this needs to happen all as part of one big plan, not sector by sector, silo by silo, Papayano notes. Unless you have everybody at the table, you're going to make some bad decisions that might help in one area but lead to disaster somewhere else, end quote. For individuals, businesses, and governments accustomed to acting independently and in their own best interest, such collaboration might prove a tall order, even in the face of a threat like climate change. But Papa Iano maintains hope. Quote, we know what to do. We have the information we need to prevent and stop future pandemics, she says. The challenge is finding the political will. Again, this article was written by Kate Golombiewski. My name is Brian Lemon. Thank you for listening, and stay curious.